Welcome to the Yesteryear Chronicles, where we take a trip down memory lane, exploring the historical events that happened on this day. I'm Adrian, your history aficionado. And I'm Becca, your science enthusiast and pop culture fanatic. Together, we'll travel back in time. Although I have to say, Adrian, I wish we could bring some of our modern luxuries with us. Can you imagine offering Winston Churchill a latte? You know, they actually had both coffee and milk back then, even if they didn't have Starbucks. Speaking of Churchill, today marks the day he delivered his famous blood, toil, tears, and sweat speech to the House of Commons during World War II. But that's not all we have in store for you today. We'll also delve into the troubles in Ireland and a Formula One race that took place on this very day. On this day in 2012, Mexican authorities discovered 49 dismembered bodies on Mexican Federal Highway 40 in what would be one of the worst incidents in a long history of violence and organized crime in the country. It's truly saddening, Adrian. It's hard to believe that such brutality still exists in our world today. Let's take a step back in time. On this day in 1612, a legendary sword duel occurred on the shores of Ganryu Island between Miyamoto Musashi and Sasaki Kojiro. The two samurai were known for their unmatched skill and technique, and the duel would come to symbolize the pinnacle of swordsmanship and martial arts in Japan. It's fascinating how such historical events continue to capture our imagination even today, Becca. It's hard to imagine a world where conflicts were resolved through sword duels instead of diplomacy. Let's fast forward to a more recent event. On this day in 1990, the Dynamo Red Star Riot shook the Maximir Stadium in Zagreb, Croatia. The clash between fans of Dynamo Zagreb and Red Star Belgrade was a violent and bloody affair, resulting in several injuries and arrests. The incident would come to symbolize the darker side of sports and fan culture. It's unfortunate that such events still occur, Adrian. It's important to remember that sports should be a source of unity and joy, not violence and discord. And in 1998, India carried out two nuclear weapon tests at Pokhran, marking a significant moment in the country's history and the global political climate. Codenamed Operation Shakti, these tests solidified India's position as a nuclear-armed state, sparking a wave of international reactions and prompting a series of diplomatic and strategic recalibrations. This event also triggered a heated debate on nuclear deterrence and non-proliferation, significantly altering the dynamics of South Asian politics. That's a real game-changer, isn't it? The Pokhran tests not only redefined India's strategic standing, but also shook up the whole geopolitical chessboard. Suddenly, we had a new nuclear player on the block, forcing nations around the world to reevaluate their foreign policies and security measures. It's a stark reminder of how scientific progress can have such wide-reaching effects, isn't it? Today, we're diving deep into a pivotal moment in history, Germany's conquest of France during World War II. On May 13, 1940, the German army launched a massive invasion of France and the Low Countries. It was a brutal and devastating attack, with the German army quickly overpowering the French and British troops, pushing them back to the English Channel. That must have been a terrifying time for the people of France and Britain. Can you tell us more about what happened? Absolutely, Becca. The invasion of France was a key part of Germany's strategy during the war. They wanted to gain control of France's resources and establish strategic military positions in the region. The attack was swift and brutal, with German troops advancing rapidly and overwhelming the French defenses. It sounds like a very intense moment in history. How did the rest of the war play out? The war continued for several more years, with many more battles fought and many more lives lost. Britain, the Soviet Union, and the United States eventually joined forces to defeat Germany. 
but it was a long and difficult struggle. The events of May 13, 1940, marked a turning point in the war and set the stage for the battles to come. It's amazing to think about the bravery of the soldiers and civilians during that time. Can you tell us more about their experiences? Certainly, Becca. The invasion of France was a traumatic experience for many people. The German army committed many atrocities, including the massacre of civilians. But despite the horrors they faced, the people of France and Britain showed incredible courage and resilience. They worked tirelessly to defend their homes and their way of life, and their sacrifices should never be forgotten. Today we're going to take a closer look into one of the most tragic and devastating events in Northern Ireland's history. The Troubles. This period of conflict lasted for nearly three decades, from the late 1960s to 1998. It was characterized by political violence, sectarianism, and a struggle for power between different groups that had been simmering for years. I see, Becca. It sounds like a complex issue. Can you tell us more about the root causes of the conflict? Certainly. The Troubles had deep historical roots. It was fueled by a complex mix of political, economic, and social factors. One of the main issues was the question of Northern Ireland's constitutional status, whether it should remain part of the UK or become part of the Republic of Ireland. This was a deeply divisive issue that reflected a long history of conflict and animosity between the two communities in Northern Ireland, Catholics and Protestants. There were also economic grievances, with many Catholics feeling marginalized and discriminated against in terms of employment and housing. Finally, there was the issue of paramilitary violence, with different groups using violence to achieve their political goals. All of these factors combined to create a volatile and explosive situation in Northern Ireland, which would eventually lead to the events we will be discussing today. That's a lot to take in. So what specific event are we going to focus on today? We will be talking about a car bombing that took place in Belfast on May 30, 1972, which was one of the deadliest and most devastating incidents of the Troubles. At around 3.30 p.m., a car bomb exploded outside a crowded pub in the city center. The bomb was planted by the Provisional IRA, a paramilitary group that was seeking to end British rule in Northern Ireland. The impact of this event was profound and far-reaching and it remains one of the most tragic moments in Northern Ireland's history. What happened after the bomb exploded? The aftermath of the bomb was chaotic. The explosion killed seven people and injured over 66. It sparked two days of gun battles between the Provisional IRA, Ulster Volunteer Force, and British Army. The situation was tense, and the streets of Belfast were filled with chaos and violence. The bombing marked a turning point in the Troubles, and it had a profound impact on the region and its people. That sounds like a terrible event. How did it impact Northern Ireland in the long term? The Troubles had a profound impact on Northern Ireland, Adrian. It left a legacy of division, trauma, and pain that is still felt to this day. The conflict resulted in the deaths of over 3,500 people and injured tens of thousands more. It had a devastating impact on families, communities, and the economy of Northern Ireland. The Troubles ended with the Good Friday Agreement in 1998, which provided a framework for peace and reconciliation in the region. However, the scars of the Troubles remain, and the journey towards healing and reconciliation is ongoing. Let's kick back with some pop culture rumination. Today we're starting off with a historic moment in the world of motorsports. That's right, Adrian. On this day in 1950, the first-ever Formula One World Championship race took place at Silverstone Circuit in the UK. The race was won by Giuseppe Farina, 
who eventually went on to become the first-ever F1 world champion that year. Wow, that's quite a milestone. It's amazing to think about how far F1 has come since then. Speaking of milestones, today is also the birthday of a talented actor from across the pond. Yes, Robert Pattinson was born on this day in 1986. What are some of your favorite Robert Pattinson roles, Adrian? I really enjoyed his performance in Good Time. What about you? Personally, I think he's the best Batman we've had this millennium. Now let's switch gears and talk about some music. Did you know that on this day, we celebrate the birthday of Chuck Schuldiner, the trailblazing musician often hailed as the father of death metal? His work with the band Death truly revolutionized the genre and his influence resonates in the music world even today. Adrian, I know you're something of a metalhead. What are your favorite Death albums? I'm a big fan of Symbolic and Human. Chuck Schuldiner was a true innovator in the death metal genre. I'll take your word for it. I can never understand what they're saying in those songs. Jokes aside, it's always heartbreaking to lose talented artists like Schuldiner at such a young age. We're still mourning Chuck, who died in 2001 at the age of 34. He had been battling brain cancer since the late 90s before he passed. His musical contributions were instrumental in the evolution of the death metal genre, influencing countless bands that followed. Chuck Schuldiner is sorely missed. And that's all for today's journey through history. We hope you enjoyed learning about the events that took place on this day, May 13th, in years past. Before we go, we want to wish a happy Christian feast day to all who celebrate Our Lady of Fatima today. We covered quite a range of topics today, from the start of Germany's conquest of France in World War II to the birth of actor Robert Pattinson. We'll be back soon with more fascinating glimpses into the past. See you tomorrow for more Chronicles of Yesteryear.